Welcome to Get Out of the Rut with Thais Glenn, episode number two. If you have a life that looks absolutely picture perfect, but you are stuck in a rut, then this is your place. Together, we will recognize who your true self is, feel more empowered to show up the way you desire, and deliberately create the future you enjoy living. So we can get out of the rut, reinvent ourselves, and find the fulfillment we have been looking for. Let's do it. I want to give you a little heads up first that this episode might take a little bit longer than what we typically do here, but this is an important information that I feel like you need to know before we even move forward with this podcast. For a while, I wanted to actually name the podcast You're Perfect, but I figured that it wouldn't get a lot of traction because people just don't believe that yet. And this is one of the things that I truly believe, and it is the core of my business. So I really wanted to spend some time here today and talk to you why I believe that you're perfect, why I believe that I am perfect, and why this is the best way for us to see ourselves, especially if you want to grow and develop and transform and accomplish things without thinking that you need to change because you're just not good enough. So the first thing I want for you to do right now is to say out loud, if unless somebody else is around you, if they are just, you know, keep it to yourself for a little bit, say it in your mind, but say something like, I am perfect. Okay. And then let it in, really feel what is it that comes up to you? Do you feel a sense of calm and a sense of love? Or do you hear all this negativity coming from your brain? All those things as to why you're not perfect, why this is stupid, why no one's perfect, right? But I really want you to pay attention to what your brain tells you when you say that you are perfect. Even if you don't believe it just yet, I am hoping that by the end of this episode, you'll be able to see this in a different light. But for now, I really want you to observe what your brain tells you when you say that you are perfect. And here's why. Most of those things that your brain tells you, it's showing you a lot of your limiting beliefs and a lot of things that you know you can work through and just you know, change what you want to change. Before I was able to see myself as perfect, my brain would constantly call me a loser. That was the little name that my brain liked to call me. No matter what happened, right? Even if I like was driving on a highway and a car cut me off and I quickly was able to move and avoid an accident, my brain would never say things like, wow, you're so amazing. Look how fast and attentive you are, right? Thank you so much for being you. No, my brain would never, ever say that. What I would hear were things like, oh, geez, you almost got into a car accident. You're such a loser, right? That's what it would always come to my mind. And I start to believe I really thought that was who I was, right? Because my brain was saying it so many times. And in a future episode, I do want to dive a little bit deeper on why our brains do that, because there is an explanation and you are not unique, right? I have taught classes and classes about these concepts. And every time the response that I get was, wow, how did Thais get into my head, right? How does she know what I think? Well, because tell the truth, as human beings, we are not that different from each other. We all have somewhat the same kind of limiting beliefs and the same you know, types of um, negative self-talk. There is an explanation why that happens. That's not what we're talking here today. 
So first of all, I want you to pay attention to what your brain tells you. If you can write those things down, I would really suggest you do so. Because again, those things that come up to you after you say, I am perfect, are the things that you can work through to really transform your self-image, right? Transform how you see yourself. For many years, I believed that no one was perfect. And I heard that all the time. I bet you do too. Nothing is perfect. No one is perfect. But then why are you such a perfectionist? Most of the clients that I have come to me because they feel stuck in perfectionism. Why are they striving to find perfection when you say that nothing is perfect? Have you noticed how we make our own hell, right? We set up those expectations that we know we just can't achieve. And yet we set those expectations up anyways. I think this happens because deep down, you know, there's some type of perfection that you can almost feel, but not quite touch it. We live our lives looking for something outside of us to make us feel whole. And in this pursuit of happiness, we, we keep on looking and never finding it. It's just like chasing the horizon. Whenever I thought that I was achieving something like this, the guidelines would change and would move it a little further away. Just far enough that was impossible to reach, but not too far that I would give up. Happiness was just right there, right? And I thought that maybe it was in the next pair of shoes or maybe the next achievement, but I would never really reach it. I would never really feel the happiness. But one day I had an epiphany and it was just something very random. It was just at home doing nothing. And I thought, what if I was already perfect? And I know that was such a crazy thought. I get it. But as soon as I thought that, a little peace inside of my heart came through. Like I had found some divine truth. It was a little random. I wasn't going to talk to anyone about it. I mean, how arrogant would that be, right? Telling people that like, hey, by the way, I think I'm perfect. And actually I felt really good when I felt this way, when I said those things to myself. So I kept it quiet. But I had a very similar sense of love, you know, like that deep divine love and truth. I felt that again when I gave birth to my very first baby boy. And my son was a miracle. I could not hold a pregnancy. I had many miscarriages in years and years of infertility. And then eventually he came to bless my life. And I was just so happy to finally meet my son. And at the hospital, when my son was first born, my husband was the first one to see him. And now I was laying there on bed, feeling a little bit bad about myself. And I heard my husband saw this baby first. And my husband was like, oh, he's wonderful. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. And I was just laying there kind of <laughs> with all that, the breath <laughs> in my eyes. It's like, oh, my gosh, you drama queen. I mean, how amazing, wonderful can he be? He's a baby. Can I have him now? Can I meet him now? Like I was feeling very impatient. And then he gave me my little baby boy. And oh my gosh, a rush of love came through my body as never before. And I felt it for the very first time in my life, the true sense of the love of God. This must be what God's love is like. Now, if you don't have children, it's totally fine. Don't worry. I have heard many, many times that a lot of people don't feel that same way when they see their first baby or second baby or a baby. 
but I, what I really want you to notice is and pay attention is that you can find these types of experiences in many areas of your life. It doesn't need to necessarily be with your family. So I wouldn't tell anyone, but holy cow, when I saw the glorious face of my baby, I knew that he was perfect in every single way. And as he was growing up, I could see all with all the imperfections, all the crying, the whining, the disobedience, the naughtiness that came with every human being, the personality. I mean, he was a normal person, but still, whenever I stopped and I looked into his eyes, I could see perfection. But then when I saw into my eyes, I didn't see it. How could my son be so special, but no one else? So. Remember how I said that you don't need to give birth to have this epiphany, right? Let me tell you the second time that I remember having that same feeling. And that was a regular Saturday afternoon. I was sick and tired of my twins' messy, messy bedrooms. I decided to just go in there and tear everything apart. I got all of their clothes, all of the toys, every single thing into the hallway. I stripped every single thing of their bedrooms. I was cleaning and cleaning and cleaning and organizing and cleaning some more. And inside of me, there was a wave of anger, of rage, of frustration and despair. How the heck can a bedroom get this messy? How can they be so disrespectful to my house? How dare they? And instantly, as I was asking these questions to myself, I felt the same burst of love come through me. How there they are my children. They're so, so perfect and happy and energetic and creative and sweet and amazing. They're so perfect. How dare God send these three little human beings into my life for me to be their mom. I know people say that there's no such thing as perfect, but how can I feel so deeply that the perfection towards my children most times we think that perfection is just a robotic thing. We believe that per perfect means no mistakes, no problems. But when we embrace the difference in beauty within ourselves and others, we are now obsessed in achieving or reaching unrealistic goals to prove our worth. We stop trying to fix ourselves and we stop trying to fix others because we understand that we are not broken. We are human beings having a human experience. We begin to accept life as it is and make changes because we can, not because we have to. We are already whole, worthy, and perfect. Now we get to do whatever we truly want because we can stop trying to fix ourselves. But now we have another problem. The key now is to discover what we truly want. So here's the thing. If you're anything like me, you also lived your whole life up to now checking all the box that society or your parents told you were necessary. There's nothing wrong with this. I realized I was checking boxes in college from high school when there was no other option than go to college. And then I served a religious mission because, you know, that's how you do when you're that age. And then I got married and then we bought a house, a car. We had kids, we made money. We had all the things that, that is supposed to happen. But in 2019, I looked out of my window of my 5,000 square feet, brand new house in the suburbs of Boston. And I asked myself, why am I not happy? Maybe I need a new car. 
nah, maybe it's a pet. I need a dog. <laughs> this minute, I realized that there was something wrong with this picture. I had absolutely a picture-perfect life and I was still unhappy. Have you been there? Have you felt that void that screams inside of you? I have everything and I'm still not happy. That's what, when I realized that I was stuck in a rut. Again, chasing the horizon. There's no cat, no dog, or a brand new Tesla that can make me happy. It must come from within. But how can we fill this void? Because that void is real. It's there. This void is the feeling of emptiness inside of you. It's typically there because you recognize that you have such a beautiful potential, but yet you're not using it to its full capacity. You are living day by day on autopilot, what I call it being stuck in a rut and not really sure how to get out of the cycle. You know, the shame and guilt cycle, it goes like this. How dare I'm not happy? I have it all. How dare I want more? I must not be grateful for what I have. This way of thinking, it's so common. And it affects more women than you can imagine. And it is a suffering that most people think that they need to figure out alone because they feel selfish and ungrateful. The problem is whenever you think that there's something wrong with you, you instantly get trapped into this shame and guilt cycle. Understanding your perfection means you understand that human beings are very complicated. Embracing perfection doesn't mean that you think you're better than others or that you have no problems. It means that you recognize that you are as amazing as the other person. And when you can stop fighting with the reality of who you are, you get to discover who you truly are and who you truly want to be and not what somebody else told you you should be. And here's why this is important. The shame and guilt cycle is a normal part of you being a human being. You don't have to believe that you're broken and that you need to be fixed. When you're jealous of your neighbor, of your husband, of your children, there's nothing wrong with you. When you're sick and tired of doing the laundry on your own because your husband doesn't help and you feel guilty because he works so hard in the office and you get to watch Netflix sometimes during the day, there's nothing wrong with you. You understand that you're perfect, amazing, worth and great. And you know for sure, as a fact, that there's nothing, anything wrong with you. Actually, all these things that once you thought that you had to change are just traits that make you a beautiful, worth, amazing, perfect human being. Now that you don't have to prove anything to anyone, you can focus on yourself, relax, and figure out who you wanted to be deliberately. You get to decide who you want to be while you spend your time in this earth. And this is what typically freaks people out. When you actually realize that you have a choice to live life deliberately and not by default, you can actually create the life you want. But for that to happen, you will need to imagine a new picture that you have never thought about before. You can press the reset button and reinvent your life deliberately. But when we're used to living by default, it's very scary to think of creating your life deliberately. The best part here is that you don't have to change anything outside of yourself. Everything about your life can stay the same if you choose that. But with it, we can have a full transformation that impacts every area of your life. And best of all, you get to enjoy what you have right now. Because you are not chasing happiness for one day when. And remember that this reinvention happens within. 
and you don't have to do this alone. I'm here to help and support and guide you as you create this next version of yourself, this more empowered and confident and loving and amazing. You can create your version of perfection because if you don't have anything to prove, you just get to be yourself deliberately. So now, after listening to this episode, I would love for you to say it again. I am perfect and see how it feels. Is it any different than before? Now that you have a different perspective of what perfection really means? If not, that's okay. If your brain is still yelling at you that you are not perfect, or even worse, yelling at you all the reasons why you're not even good enough, ask yourself, what makes me not perfect? This list will help you become more aware of your limiting beliefs and where you are trying to avoid being human because you believe that you should be a robot with no emotions and no negativity. Most things in life are skills that you can develop. It's too easy to think that you're just not good enough. If you want to do this work with me and go a little bit deeper, I would love to gift you with this beautiful journal that I have designed myself. And I absolutely love it. I have used this journal so many times in my life to really create the vision of what type of woman I want to be. And this can really help you while you are trying to figure those things out. I will leave the link in the show notes where you can download for free and we can do it together. Maybe we can even set up a time and go through the journal together and all the questions and all the ideas and we can talk about this. This work truly has changed my life. So much has changed with me and it's the reason why I have transformed my self-image and why I am who I am today. And I can tell you, not only that I'm perfect, but I actually kind of love myself quite a bit. And I know it's possible for you too. It's not a work that it's necessarily easy and fun at all times. There are a lot of tears when you're figuring it out why you don't see yourself as you see maybe your children. But I can guarantee you this work is worth it because you get to know yourself in such a deeper level. And you get to create the life that you really enjoy living. I can't wait to do this work with you. And for the next few podcasts, I have a lot of fun stuff planned for us for the next episodes. I can't wait to see you. I just really wanted to get this done with, really get you to understand why you are perfect and why I am perfect. And from this foundation of the concepts that I use, everything else would make a lot more sense to you. I can't wait to see you again next week. Much love to you. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with your friends. Share it on social media and make sure to tag me. If you want to go even deeper, go to my website and download the free booklet with the three simple steps to get out of the rut and start enjoying your life today. See you next week.